Welcome to the Home Service Business Coach Podcast with your host, David Mowerman. You will learn to grow your home service business and transition from being the technician in your business to being the CEO and leading your team to success. Get a front row seat where you will get practical advice from industry experts on how you can level up your home service business. Get ready to take some notes because we're going to jump right into it here. Hey guys, uh, before we dive into today's episode, I just want to bring to your attention a really cool program from one of our sponsors for the show. Uh, as you know, Jobber helps power our show, but they've got a new program called the Jobber Boost program. Uh, it's a really amazing program. As a company, they've actually decided to put $100,000 into this program and give out 20 different grants across different home service industries. So it's an incredible opportunity that I think would be a really good idea for you to put your name in the hat. And who knows, maybe you might end up getting a grant. The best thing with this program is that this isn't a, a loan that you need to repay with interest or anything. It's literally a grant, guys. Like I'm talking funds put in your bank account, put it to use into your business. So I'm going to link up a link where you can actually apply for the Boost program. I'm going to put that into the show notes here so that you can go check it out for yourself and hopefully get yourself eligible uh, for some funding to give your small business a boost. and. How timely would that be as we talk about now through the spring uh, crunch here with cash flow, having that influx of some funds coming into your account could be really timely right now. So again, I'll link it up in the show notes uh, so you can go and check it out. On a secondary note, some of you have been listening to my podcast and I've been able to get uh, in touch with a few of you just over email, which has been great. We're now broadcasted in over seven countries and I actually heard from a fellow this last week in Australia. Shout out to David listening to the show here in Australia. But he just pinged me over a message and said he'd been listening to me for a little bit, thanking me for the value and had a couple questions about his business. So don't be shy to reach out, guys. You can always find me on my email at homeservicebusinesscoach at gmail.com. You can always ping me over a, a question or just connect with me. Uh, it would be great to hear from you. So don't don't be shy to reach out. You know, in my journey, I've grown so much just learning from those ahead of me. And I'm not shy to reach out or add a friend on Facebook or send an email. So uh, as always, feel free to reach out to me. I would uh, would love to hear from you. So without further ado, we're going to get uh, into today's uh, episode. I'm really excited for this one. I think there's going to be a ton of value, a ton of learning for you on this coming show. What is happening today, you guys? It is Dave Mormon here. I'm your home service business coach. Um, I wanted to uh, kind of start things a little bit differently here and kind of frame up just a little bit of my background, uh, you know, very briefly, just so you know where I'm sharing uh, my teachings and my trainings from. So I'm not just making this stuff up. Uh, I was in, uh, I had an, a couple different painting businesses uh, that, you know, I really learned the home service industry, how to, you know, work for a homeowner and get paid and hire staff and everything. And now I'm kind of on, you know, version 2.0 as I'm scaling up my house washing business, uh, Revive Washing. So we are growing uh, uh, quite quite quickly, our, our plan this year is to grow about 55% through 2021, uh, which is a big goal for us and also, you know, carry some, some stress with it for sure as you bring on more people on your team, 
and you start to grow and give people more responsibility. Uh, it just becomes about delegating and being a better leader and you're you know, juggling different departments in marketing and sales and the office and production. And so the, it doesn't get, I would say, easier as you scale up, but the goal is that things will be set up more streamlined, more systematized uh, once, once the business can achieve a little bit more of a mature state. But to go along on the ride, can definitely be uh, full of ups and downs as uh, as an entrepreneur. So, you know, we're we're turning five years old this year. Uh, depending when this episode drops, uh, we we turn five years old in May. So, uh, coming up quite quickly here, and I'm getting you know starting to reflect a little bit on on where I've come as an entrepreneur. And I think part of me, the the fun in it is uh, you know the the growth mode and the journey that that's really where the fun is you know i think as entrepreneurs we never get to a destination and just say you know what we're we're good there we're going to just chill here for 5 years or 7 or 10 years i think our minds are always going and and if we just camp at one place for a season or two i think we kind of start to mentally check out so you know as you grow your service business like don't be don't be shy about the fact that it is difficult. Uh, it does require sacrifice, but also, you know, be be realistic and start to reflect of just how far you've come. And also just recognize that probably the joy of doing this for you is coming in the messy middle, in the climb up the mountain. I think if, if your goal today was to get to $500,000 and you just hit it tomorrow morning, I honestly think you might be happy for like 36 hours and then you'll be like, okay, what, what's next? What can I grow? What can I tear apart? And for my business, we're, we're going for about a million dollars this year in revenue. Part of my role is really turning into how can I, how can I identify bottlenecks in my business? So I'm constantly asking my team, you know, what, what's clunky, what's broken, what can I fix right now? What, where, where can I put some TLC in the business? And, and kind of at the level we're getting to is I'm looking for different dials that I can turn. You know, are we getting too many phone calls? Do we need another person in the office? Do we need to tighten up our sales process? How's our conversion rate? How's our ticket size? So I'm really wearing this like, you know, chief operator of metrics hat kind of thing as silly as that sounds, but I'm diving into the data and I'm looking where, where's my business week? What's the weakest link? And I'm trying to keep my head, you know, three months minimum ahead of where we are right now. So I'm trying to forecast, okay, we need this van, we need equipment, therefore we need, you know, a new ladder rack, we need to get this new van wrapped, we need a new soft wash system. And so that's kind of why I wanted to frame up this episode and just give you a little bit of comfort in the fight you're fighting and also you know recognize we we've had some success with my company yes but also keeping a perspective that we're still a very small business you know even doing a million dollars in our space that's not very super common but you know in in the world in in different industries a million dollars is kind of like okay we're it's starting to become a business kind of thing so i think always tethering yourself back to reality that you know, you're pleased where you've come, but but you're not satisfied. And I don't think that comes from a greedy place of like, we need more, we need more, we need more. But I think recognizing that 
your brain is wired as an entrepreneur to want to grow, to want to struggle, to want to scrape your knee, to want to succeed. And I'm a, I'm naturally a very goal oriented person. I have goals for so many areas of my life. My wife makes fun of me. You know, my goal is to run this long or this many times. And so my personality lends itself just to being very steady. And so as, you know, storms come in the business, I'm always thinking, okay, you know, is this going to really matter in two weeks, in two months, in two years? And so always recognizing like how large that problem is, because when you get stressed out, you know, a lot of times these these smaller, moderate problems can look like catastrophic if you're short on sleep and you're already juggling other other problems. So I think always tethering your perspective back to what you're actually doing and it will keep you from, you know, getting your head too big. You definitely don't want to border into the the cocky range where, oh, we're doing a million dollars, look at us, all our reviews, this and that. Again, I think be pleased where you've come, but don't don't be satisfied. You always want to be growing. You want to be sharpening the saw. So I wanted to reflect this week. I actually just had a moment in my car yesterday where uh, I I had two really key initiatives this week. You know, I I wrote uh, a note Sunday night. I said, by time the weekend rolls around, I, uh, in addition to email and slacking the team members and doing the odd quote and all the stuff just in my day to day, it was like, what are the really two big rocks that I got to get done this week and the first one was i need to hire a sales rep we i i counted we had 42 estimates booked in our schedule and my manager is just getting burnt out i'm having to jump in and shoulder the load and so we're like okay we need to get a sales rep this week and we had a couple people in in the hopper so it was a matter of you know running an interview calling some references and then getting the sales rep into training and the second one was my office manager and production manager saying, Dave, we need to get another vehicle. Uh, otherwise, we're going to run out of capacity here as we come into busy season. So those are my two initiatives. You know, I, I literally could not roll into the weekend until we had a sales rep hired and purchased a van. And now it's Wednesday uh, late morning. And I'm pleased to say we have both those initiatives done. Worked later yesterday. Got a great deal on a van for uh, to plug into our business, and we also hired a sales rep who's currently in uh, in training right now. Who we're we're very hopeful will will work out. So those are my two key initiatives. But like I was saying, tracking back, I had a moment in my car yesterday as I I brought that van. I had the seller drive the van into a local mechanic, and uh, you know we paid 120 bucks to to get it fully assessed just to give me, the business owner, some peace of mind that we're actually buying something decent. Um, and so we ended up, I ended up doing the deal with that van, running to the bank, getting the insurance on it. And then, um, you know, after I'm sitting in the van thinking, okay, great, Dave, we have the van. Now we need roof racks. We need to get the thing wrapped. We need a soft wash system. We need water fed poles. We need, this is no, no stranger to me. I mean, I've been doing this for for 12 years uh, in the home service space that I get, you don't just buy a van and it's all good to go. But I'm also realistic to the fact that, you know, we need to, we need to fill it up with good equipment here. And so I just took out my notes on my iPhone and just started writing out, okay, the next, you know, four, six weeks, uh, what are, what are all the expenses flying in at me? And I ended up totaling it up and, and like the title of this show, 
$21,500 is what's going to be leaving the account over the next however long, you know, call, call it four weeks to be safe. So as soon as I wrote that down, I was like, okay, I now know kind of what I'm in for. And so as the storms come financially, I, I should not be surprised. You know, it's when we come into business and these new initiatives that we don't actually start with a battle plan. That's when we start getting rocked thinking, oh man, then roof racks and then a van wrap and then my tax payments up and then I have this and I have that. And so, you know, we're, like I said, we're approaching a million dollars on trend for this year. It doesn't mean that, you know, we're somehow out of the woods with this cash flow crunch. It's it's very common. And I think even as we continue to grow, it'll just be a common thing as you scale your business, there'll be a cash flow crunch. And for those of you who know me, I am I am a huge fan of growing this thing uh, as debt free as humanly possible. I'm not about vehicle payments. I'm not about leasing equipment. I'm not about leveraging yourself to your eyeballs in the hopes that this thing will somehow pay off. I'm like, start in a truck, get that doing 200,000, make a profit margin, take what you need to live on, reinvest the rest, go buy another van, do it again, do it again. And so I was reflecting, this is now the seventh van that I've purchased for uh, my washing company. And we always keep a, a spare and then we have a, a, a sales estimator driving the other. So this will be our fifth crew that we're going to be outfitting uh, for this coming season. And so, you know, when you can step back and just look at, okay, what's all this stuff flying at me? Let me just take 10 minutes and write all this down. It's going to give you so much mental clarity, so much peace, just knowing, okay, now I know what's coming. And I'm not saying that 21,500 is going to magically appear in our bank account. You know, we have a, a line of credit that we can dip into because over these next four weeks, as we bring on more crews and we turn on our Facebook ads and our Google uh, local services ads, and we outfit this new van and we take our other van in the auto shop and we add on another vehicle to our fleet insurance policy, the list goes on and on and on and on. And so it's not like the it's not like the money is going to magically appear in the account, but it's a calculated risk I'm taking that I know we can make the phone ring. We've spent some resources hiring what I consider is a dream team in our company for technicians and a sales rep and an office team and and a couple great managers and myself that I'm betting on the fact that we're going to fill this schedule with work. And through this pandemic, whatever happens, I want to be equipped with vehicles and with team members that we can handle these incoming calls. Because what happens to some of our competitors is they're handcuffed by the fact that they only have one truck or two trucks, maybe three trucks. And so when they book up, they book up versus us. If we can keep a floater van or two and always be recruiting we're going to see if we can even get a sixth crew on the road potentially come this season just just for our busy few months to really put some more points on the board. So as a business owner, you got to kind of be realistic. You know, are you in growth mode? Is is your phone ringing? Can you not keep up? I would probably encourage you to to push into that a little bit. You know, if if you're uh if you're kind of not feeling uncomfortable, you're probably not like running fast enough, I would say. Like it's this fine balance of like like 21,500 that is 
it's not a small amount of money, but I'm also recognizing that, you know, if, if our plan goes well, we should be having like $130,000, $150,000 months coming up in, in like two months from now as the calendar starts to fill up. So again, my head is in CEO mode. I'm thinking two months out. I'm thinking three months out. Where's the bottleneck? Well, capacity is going to be a bottleneck in any home service business that's been around for three years or more. And if you're good at what you do, because you're going to have people calling in off Google, you're going to have your past clients calling in. Uh, and that just creates like a perfect storm. Uh, also, where we're located just outside Vancouver, British Columbia here in Canada. Uh, I don't know about where, where you're listening from, but our real estate market due to COVID is just completely on fire. Houses are flying off the shelf. House values are up 30 to 50, 60, 70% over the last like 15 months. It's been completely bonkers and I don't think it's very sustainable, but I'm also realistic to the fact that, you know, your, your home service business, essentially, my home service business essentially succeeds because we ride on the coattail of a red hot real estate market right now. And so are, we stay relatively busy even when house prices are down, but when houses are changing over and values are going up, people are more likely to spend money. And also our ideal customer, uh, uh, COVID has affected them in some ways, but uh, they're, they're saving money too that they can't get on a plane and take the family to Palm Springs or Mexico and spend $20,000 on a really nice trip kind of thing. So they're looking at their house, seeing the value going up, saying, I'm going to put put a few dollars in here. And we really noticed that last summer when we started getting really busy and that carried through to our Christmas light season. And now we're seeing it even more so this spring, summer season. So again, staying realistic, I'm not saying this is going to happen every year, but I'm betting on the fact that I'm going to go spend a few bucks on this van, get it set up properly, because I also know that, you know, even if I'm in the van, say all in for say 10, 11, $12,000, whatever it is, let's say I'm, or, and then you add the setup, you know, you say, say just everything we're in for like 17,000, call it ballpark. If we're in for that, I know that this truck per year can produce my company I would say $200,000 to $250,000 this year of washing and also add in some Christmas lights. So you look at it that way and and you know if you can pay for this thing up front, you're not going to be a slave to the lender with vehicle payments. You're not paying a dime of interest. You pay it up front and if if a good washing crew should be able to do you, I would say 7 to $10,000 a week in production you can essentially pay this thing off in in you know two two weeks of soft washing work so it's that level of like getting the numbers you know wrapping your head around the numbers will make you running such a better business and i learned this through my painting business guys i i'll i'll do another episode on this talking more about my philosophy towards debt but i learned this in my painting days when I would buy no joke a Dodge Caravan for for three thousand dollars, and it would produce me well over five hundred thousand dollars, if not closer to a million dollars. Now you're thinking, oh, that's amazing. Well, that's not all profit, but you could bet that twenty percent of that was easily net profit. So you look at at a million dollars, twenty percent, 
this $200,000 and I'm paying 3000 bucks just to get that van and no interest, no payments. And so that's the level of ROI I'm talking about here, guys, is never ever put a second truck on your on the road until your first one is profitable, making money, your pricing is dialed in and you have an efficient business model. There are way too many home service business owners running around doing $50,000 months with $50,000 of cost per month. It just blows my mind and makes no sense. You should have that 20% net profit margin in mind. And so I know when I'm getting this van, I know we'll be digging into some of our profit this year. You know, we might come in a bit under 20% due to the outlay of cash for this van, but I'm okay with that because again, taking a long-term approach to your business, I've decided with Revive, build this thing over the next bunch of years. You know, I want to keep this thing for seven years, eight years, 10 years, whatever, plus whatever it is. You know, we do go one year at a time. Yeah. But when you can approach your business with this long-term perspective, it's going to allow you to make better decisions for the long run of your company. So I want to wrap this up by saying, don't like there, there's a difference between uh, an investment in your business and then a cost in your business, right? An investment's going to pump money, pump you out of cash flow. Like this van, traditionally vehicles are are liabilities. And this one is still in some regards, we need insurance, we need gas, we need this, we need that. It's going to break down. We got to repair it. But in a service business, this thing's actually going, could be seen as an asset because it's going to pump you out money, a cash flow. You know, this van should do, $30,000 a month, give or take at a minimum, you know, 20% net profit. You look at that, that should spit off six grand a month. Um, and you know, over the course of the year, it's $72,000 like that. That's pretty stinking good for one van. You can imagine a business that has, you know, a few of those. And if you can manage that well, um, that that's going to be a really great service business. So that's, that's an investment, you know, an expense might be something more frivolous that you don't really, really need. Like I would say, um, you know, it could be something, something elaborate that you just don't need. You know, it could be whatever you want to invest something in your brand. Maybe you're like, honestly, maybe I feel like sometimes things border on, you know, going out of investments into expenses when you just go over and above. For example, if I wanted, instead of spending you know, eight grand on a van, I would go spend 65 and I would lease myself up to my eyeballs. Like I actually think, yeah, it's going to make you money, but you're going to be a slave to the lender paying interest. And there goes your, your cash flow if you ever wanted to think about buying that thing up front. So you got to make decisions at the margin and be smart and really decipher what's an, what's an investment and what's an expense. And again, I think investment in your people is incredible. I think investing in your brand is incredible. And ultimately, like, I'm a huge believer investing in yourself, the entrepreneur, um, you need to sharpen the saw, you need to get better as a business owner, uh, yourself personally, otherwise, before your business gets better, like a, a business doesn't just grow great, because the owner is like a doofus, like you need to be on the cutting edge of things, you need to be growing, you need to be working with a mentor and learning from those who went ahead of you and, and your business will follow suit, I think in, in growth mode as well. So don't be freaking out that this time of year, the money's flying out the door. Uh, again, I had a moment yesterday in my car. You'd think after doing this as many years as I have, you'd be more used to it. 
but it's like this every spring, every summertime, you got to delay gratify a little bit. You know, I'm going to, my dream car one day is getting a Tesla, but Hey, for now I bought a 2004 van and I'm, I'm going delayed gratification. I'm going to build my business first before, you know, giving myself a, a, a treat or a reward. And, and again, I get, you can save on gas and go on a Tesla payment plan and this and that, and this and that, but you got to do things in stages. And so I've made the conscious decision, invest in my growing home service business, find the best people I can get and find um, some, some good solid pre-owned vehicles that we can put a wrap on and give a facelift and put them on the road for pennies on the dollar compared to going to a dealership and leasing brand new. And I get, it can be a controversial topic. You get other companies that lease and do totally fine with that. But my opinion is if you're running a local service business, I would rather tuck money into growing your brand, growing marketing and growing your people and don't sink the ship on vehicles or equipment. I think you wanna be functional in the equipment and vehicle department, but you wanna be completely next level in your marketing, branding and the people that you hire. That's stage one. Talk to me in three years when we're more built up, marketing's dialed, we have a great team. I could be changing my tune and perhaps we're going with a bit of a newer van. But while we're in scale up mode, this is what we're doing. So wanted to share from you guys where I'm at, uh, kind of get into my brain a little bit. Um, you should be spending money on your business this time of year if you are growing. Um, you know, if you're in you're in climb mode, you want to be growing this thing. Uh, you need to be investing a little bit, putting a few bucks in. It's like anything you can you can go put ten thousand dollars in on the stock market and throw it on Apple stock or Amazon. You know, make a decent return. But I'd want to put ten grand on myself and put it on my company, put it on my team because I know that that over the long run can make a, a way better return. Uh, you're going to make a cash flow. You can do it debt free. And if you ever choose to sell this thing one day, you'll have a, a payout coming on the back end if you systematize it and do it right. So I hope you guys are finding some value in this if you're still listening. Uh, we, we, I found we have a very loyal, powerful audience. And so I would ask, um, you know, as you consume this content, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, I know you hear this on other podcasts. Please, 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 if you can take the 95 seconds and leave me a five-star review would be incredible. That tells Apple Podcasts that, hey, Dave is not making this stuff up. He's doing it and people are actually listening and getting a little bit of value from him, getting some gold nuggets. So I do push out a ton of free content. And if you could do me a solid toss me that review, take 95 seconds from your day before you click this off. If you wanna go one step further, send me an email guys, homeservicebusinesscoach at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. I just heard from a fellow from Australia the other day who said, I've been stalking you on YouTube and now I've been stalking you on your podcast. Uh, I wanna connect with you. I wanna get in your coaching program. They said, that's great, let's set up a call. So I'm gonna be connecting with him this week. So don't be shy guys to reach out. I am not a hard charging salesman. Get in my coaching program, you have to do this. It's like, no, coaching is a very personal thing. You can listen to my info for two years, five years, seven years before you, like I really don't care. 
I want to bring you value and save you time because I've stepped in a lot of potholes as I've grown my companies. And if you can get a little bit of value from this and help yourself not step in those bear traps that I did, save yourself time, then that's a huge win. And honestly, if this podcast helps one person, it's totally worth doing it. So again, please, please, please just jump on Apple podcast, leave me that five star would be incredible. I'm going to keep the episodes coming to guys, you get a new piece of content every Friday at 6pm Eastern time. So you can subscribe to this podcast, ring that bell, and you're going to get automatically notified. So I've grown so much through podcasts driving around in in my uh, car as I do quotes or just run errands or do the million things that you do as a service business owner. So I hope there's some encouragement to you guys here. Uh, I've really found that podcasts and these talks resonate when I share more what we're doing with Revive kind of behind the scenes. And when we talk numbers too, like I want to keep it real. I'm a big believer in open book management. That's why we show our prices to all of our crews for the job. I show my managers our entire budget, who makes what, where the money goes. That is just how I roll, guys. I am uh, like to keep it real and keep it down to earth. And that's how I like to have this podcast rolling is just keep it down to earth. You know, just because I've I'm growing a company doesn't mean I'm somehow immune to challenges. So I wanted to kind of peel back the veil and show you how much money is leaving our account um, this this week uh, as we uh, continue to to push the business forward. So I wish you success pushing your business forward this next week. I kind of view this podcast as a little bit of a, a fuel stop for you. You can plug in, get some inspiration, get some learning, and hopefully apply some of these things right into your business. Thanks so much for watching, guys. We'll talk to you on the next episode. It's Dave Mormon, your home service business coach, signing out. Thank you for listening to the episode today. If you want to get even more value from David, then book your free coaching call at homeservicebusinesscoach.com.